Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. So don't just focus on leaving a legacy for the millions to now read about you in history books, but how did you make that one person feel? How did you impact that one person's life? Whilst I was here on the earth i gave everything i needed to give i did everything i needed to do it didn't always feel comfortable it didn't always feel good and not everybody always liked me but i did it hello and welcome to the team my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world And in today's conversation, we're going to be talking about how to find purpose, especially when it seems as though we are navigating a world where everyone is lost. Existential crisis, the meaning of life, feeling like nothing and feeling like everything. I'm a poet. I know, guys. I just, (laughs) I just, purpose, purpose, purpose. Yes. Now, I was literally complaining to Courtney about purpose a few (laughs) days ago because it feels like every so often, every few weeks, somebody is going through some kind of existential crisis. 100%. Somebody is feeling like they don't have purpose Mm -hmm. or they're not leading a purpose-filled life. Mm. Now, initially, I was going to start, you know, with the whole, how do we find purpose? Mm. What is purpose? But I thought, let's start this a little bit differently. Love it. Courtney. Hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been lost? Oh. And if so, what did that feel like to you? Damn. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, this is intense. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have. I have felt lost. Mm. I think I got to, it happened very early for me. Mm. Um, I think I got to 16, no, 17. Yeah. And I had just applied to university, but I was also very depressed and anxious. Mm -hmm. And I tried to end my life when mm. I was 17. Mm. Um, that was what, March 2015. And I literally just got to this point where I was just like, why am I here? What am I living for? What am I purpose for? What is the point, right? Mm. If we're mm. just people floating in this world, if I was to die today, it wouldn't really matter. Mm. And so I had just this moment during that really, really dark time where I was just like, no, I have to be here for something, you know, breath isn't wasted. I don't, I don't understand how you can be here taking up resources in the world and you're not here because you could replenish that and give that back and multiply that. So I decided to go on to this journey of trying to discover why I'm here, but Mm. what did feeling lost feel like? Mm. Emptiness. Mm. You just feel as though, it's empty yet it's so heavy at the same time because you don't know why you're here you don't know if you're valuable Mm. what your value is to the world and to yourself but also it's so heavy in the sense that I think deep down you always desire though to have that sense of concrete value Mm. where you know why you're here and so there's this longing for purpose that becomes a burden Mm -hmm. but then there's also this hopelessness which leaves you feeling extremely empty Mm. how about you that was a deep deep one um for me i've definitely felt lost Mm. um for me it was probably around like my late teens around the same time actually Mm. for me it manifested in lots of 
philosophical conversations, yeah. reading a lot of philosophical texts, right. trying to find and affirm that I wasn't the only person that felt this existential mm. crisis and trying to bury it within intellectual pursuits. Mm. Um, at that time, I would also have considered myself an atheist slash agnostic. Okay. I was leaning more towards atheism. Okay. Um, and I just remember feeling almost bored sometimes mm. because it didn't really feel like much of what i was doing ha- meant anything really yeah um it just felt like vain pursuits i just felt typical kind of like big picture stuff where it felt like i was running like a hamster in a wheel mm. as part of a big structure that didn't really care about me anyway mm. so what as you said so perfectly what was the point like why am i doing this yeah I'm doing this to, and then I I became very aware of the fact that it's not just me that this is affecting, but also other people, like my family, like, why am I doing X? Because my family would be proud. And I'm just, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, that's not really that big of a, that's not really big of a pull. Or like, why am I doing this? My school will, it's like, well, my school is going to, existed before I was here and (laughs) And it it will will exist exist after. (laughs) And um, watching like nature de- documentaries and really taking in just how great of a big, how great of a world this was. Yeah. And simultaneously the abyss inside myself growing bigger and bigger because mm. I understood just how insignificant mm. my existence was in the grand scheme of things. Mm. So very high and mighty kind of like, oh, I don't really want to do anything because none of this makes sense and none of this means anything anyways. And that, yeah, just hopeless hopelessness Mm. a deep sense of hopelessness but now we've talked a little bit about what it feels like to be lost yeah what does it mean to have purpose and what does a purposeful life look like to you so to have purpose i think is just to come to the discovery of why are you here yeah what are you trying to accomplish with your life with your time with your talents with your gifts with who you are i think i look at purpose as i was born into this family for a specific reason mm-hmm. clearly i didn't choose these people <laughs> so <laughs> why why these people yeah. um, and also what have i got inside of me that i could give to the world in this time that i'm actually here mm. and i know a lot of people may ask well that's quite a self-centered way to think yeah i think we're self-centered beings yeah. I, I, gen- <laughs> I genuinely believe that about humanity i think we often think about ourselves and our own individual interests and so yeah. instead of thinking it in the sense of what can people do for me yeah i think of it in the sense of what am i here to do for people yeah, yeah. right so living a purposeful life looks like what do you dedicate your time energy talents and resources to mm-hmm. and everything that you do as you navigate through life is ultimately with the aim of how do I serve people better? Yeah. How do I live and make society better? Mm-hmm. How do I, um, how do I give parts of myself? Because ultimately I genuinely believe human beings are on this earth to just forward life and forward humanity in the sense that we we make things better for future generations, right? Mm. Or we build things that take society further. So ultimately, what is my part to play in that? What mm. is my part to play in making the world a better place as, yeah. as cliche as it sounds? And so it then requires you to be very deliberate with your actions yeah. and your investments. For sure. Um, so that's what bl- living a purposeful life looks like to me. How about you? I definitely agree. I think for me, it was understanding that 
the highest form of purpose is under is understanding that you have agency yeah i think many of us are waiting for somebody else or something else to tell us you have purpose you have meaning Mm. and xyz i think many of us try to find purpose living vicariously through other people so So who are we to other people Mm. someone's mother someone's friend someone's lover Mm. but we never really decide for ourselves who we want to be in the world yes in relation to ourselves yes and i think living a purposeful life looks like deciding to live for yourself and actively making conscious decisions to give back to the world. Mm. Very, very conscious, deliberate actions to steward certain talents that you have. Because mm. there are certain talents that we have. We have very, very specific life experiences, mm. very specific upbringing, very specific talents that need to be cultivated. Mm. And it's a conscious decision to do mm. so. And part of living a purposeful life is making the decision and the commitment to actively cultivating those talents mm. such that you can give back. Yeah. And I think at least on on my part, one of the things that I struggled with was how do I give back to this world when it looks so big and yeah. it feels so insignificant. Yeah. And one thing that I realized is that it's not just about giving back to the world on mass, but also the world's on the inside of even the one person mm. there are literally universes that exist oh this is going to sound so unnecessarily poetic <laughs> there are worlds on the inside of human beings and because we're so focused on how do we leave legacies that thousands and millions yeah. of people will think about we forget that the world's within the one person the two people the three people mm. are just as, as significant and 100%. important as the thousands as the millions so good so don't just focus on leaving a legacy for the millions to now read about you in history 100. books but how did you make that one person feel yeah how did you impact that one person's life how can i be kind how can i cultivate myself in such a way that even one person feels as though they benefited and that leads to a snowball effect mm. right that can lead to generational change 100%. like we think about all of these activists and all of these figures but remember that there were there's literally a chain reaction behind those figures that led to their very existence mm. that led to their conscious choices mm. that led to them feeling that they needed to pursue this burden yeah so how can we set off that chain reaction yeah and how do we do that through our conscious decisions that's what a purposeful life looks like to me that's so good that is so good i think it is so easy to think how will the world know my name Mm. and that's what will give me significance in this world Mm -hmm. that's actually not what it's about at Mm -hmm. all (laughs) (laughs) that's absolutely not what it's about at all actually i love what you said people have universes within them people have worlds within them and dimensions that you can touch Mm. And it just takes the one because you are going down in someone's history book. You might not be dispersed into schools, but (laughs) you are going down in someone's history book. When people talk about their ancestry, you know, okay, yeah, we can talk about historical figures like ex-presidents and people who did things way back when through Mm. wars. But ultimately, when we look at the things that have affected you and who you are now, Mm. it's people whose names you'll probably never know, which are your ancestors. You know, who are your grandparents, your great, great grandparents, their choices affected who you are today. Not Mm. necessarily those people who were, you know big and famous um whilst they are historical figures your history is made up of the choices individuals made exactly this yeah so it really does matter exactly this and i think many of us think that 
if the world knows your name, you are, you know, purposeful. Sometimes it's not a good thing. There are people that oh. are hated. Oh, and there are people who are <laughs> famous and living outside of purpose. <laughs> exactly so, this. But, but being famous is exactly not a fruit this. of living a purposeful life or it's mm. not evidence of living a purposeful life. It it could be evidence of living a impactful life. Yep, yep. And it could be evidence of living um, a life just where you do things for atten- like attention, yeah, things yeah. that bring attention but it doesn't mean you're living a life of purpose i think purpose this is gonna sound maybe paradoxical Mm -hmm. i think purpose leaves you feeling fulfilled and empty Mm, in the sense that that's really good purpose doesn't necessarily make you feel amazing all the time yeah because purpose isn't about the world applauding you mm-hmm. like mm. p- really and truly when you think about the people who have left a mark on this earth right i'm sure they can tell you that when they look back on their time of their activism or their contributions to major societal shifts mm. they will tell you in that moment they really wish they didn't have to be that person yeah right yeah. they really wish that they didn't sure. have to go that far and sacrifice that much and put in that time because purpose isn't always fun. No, it's not. Whilst we may sing their praises now, mm. the things they had to go through, for example, Martin Luther King, dead, mm. you know? <laughs> All, like there are, <laughs> there are people who or just genuinely people who, even Beyonce, right? Yeah, living, yeah. live alive now. But the amount of grueling effort and work you have to put in, or yeah. even someone like, you know, big social media stars, Kylie Jenner, yeah. the amount of, you, things you have to sacrifice to be that public yeah. about your life yeah, yeah i'm sure a lot of people and that's, that's not to say oh that's their purpose but in the sense that i'm sure people can tell you the amount they have to sacrifice purpose doesn't always feel good mm-hmm. it doesn't. so honestly i think it but it does leave you empty in the sense that you give all that you're meant to give mm-hmm. and you feel fulfilled that i've done my job like why whilst i was here on the earth i gave everything i needed to give i did everything i needed to do it Mm. didn't always feel comfortable it didn't always feel good and not everybody always liked me but i did it and that's Mm. what matters that is so beautiful and i love what you said about the fact that not everybody will like you Mm -hmm. and this won't be easy Mm. and i think that's part of the reason why a few of us are feeling so much so that we're lacking in purpose because Mm. we believe it's meant to be easy Mm. that when you find your purpose that it's meant to be this lifting of a burden and that things are going to be easy and it'll come naturally and you know the doors will open for you and sometimes it will 90 percent of the time it won't it will hurt and things will not work and that too is part of purpose i think the narratives that we craft in our head that life is meant to be easy and that we're meant to be happy all the time yeah as depressing as it sounds is not realistic you you guys know on the two my sisters podcast we keep it real we've already told you <laughs> life is not fair we're not telling you life is not easy sister carry your load and go get it together <laughs> it's not easy here it's Literally. not cute and yeah sometimes you'll be left crying and you're in purpose yes you're you're walking a purpose-filled life yeah in fact if your life right now sorry guys if you're feeling as though everything is working to your ends that's great great but if it's not Mm. that's okay yeah don't feel the pressure to like feel like you have to have everything together in order to feel like you are purposeful Mm. because through purpose there is pain yeah and you have to feel it yes but i think that's also a really nice segue into the broader question of why do so many people in this generation in particular Mm -hmm. feel as though 
they are living purposeless lives. Why are we dealing with an existential crisis as a generation right mm. now? Um, wow. I think it's a plethora of issues. I think it's hard in a world where everything looks like it's on fire mm. right now. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. I think as we lose trust, for example, in governments and in mm. and, and traditional systems that people tell you to put your trust in, yeah. as a generation with the internet, as more and more information becomes available, yeah. trust decreases, yeah. right? So trust in governments, trust in media, trust in traditional systems and institutions, it really depletes the more the individual knows mm. and can access information on their own without it being fed to them yeah as a generation that lives literally in the information age i think it it starts to make you it's it you become disillusioned Mm. right Mm. the world is not this pretty place anymore it's not rose-tinted glasses you see things for how they are i guess go back to our stay woke episode yeah you see things for how they are you develop a critical mind and you start to feel like a very small pawn in someone else's game and i think that then stops you feeling like that thing you mentioned you don't have agency Mm. it makes you feel like you don't have agency because of that you then start to think how much of my own life do i even control number one and number two then if the world is a result of the actions of a few important people what does my small day-to-day actions have to do with anything right i think the other issue is then like we were just saying the goal of life has changed i think yeah i think with social media i think with celebrity culture which i think 2020 has actually really taken a big hit at but i think the rise of looking to certain people and and believing in them and and loving them and adoring them and cheering for the for the um dark horse and the underdog it makes you feel as though life's purpose and the marker of success is to be applauded by everyone yeah. and to be liked mm-hmm, mm-hmm. life right now is all about likes mm-hmm. likes on instagram likes on facebook who likes me who doesn't like me yes. who accepts me who doesn't accept me who am I friends with? Who am I not friends with? Everything is for superficial. It's superficial. It's mm-hmm. all, it's very image centric and it's all about being liked and agreed with. Yeah. You can't live a purposeful life, which is true to you. If you're trying to be palatable to everybody. Mm. And I think that's where people then get into this issue of what if I search out who I'm meant to be and it's not like the masses. Mm. What if I search out who I'm meant to be and I apply myself to it and I have to ruffle ruffle some feathers? What if it goes against what my parents want for me? What if it goes against what my friends are doing? What if it goes against what's popular at the moment? Mm. If I start to go on my own independent journey, I have to decide to not be agreeable. That's a massive challenge in a world that really pushes for conformity. Yeah, for sure. A massive, massive challenge. And so I think you then get into this existential crisis because within us, we are individuals, Mm. but society is pressuring us to conform. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That leads you to go into crisis, in my opinion. Yeah. What about you? For sure. I definitely agree. I think as much as this generation likes to create the image of individualism. Mm. Social media is a unifier Mm. of thoughts such that anything that goes against the grain 
is cancelled. Mm. And the fear of not being, the fear of being cancelled yeah. is something that weighs heavily on the minds of people today. 100%. They don't want to be cancelled because now if you're cancelled, you lose your job. Ooh. Now, if you're cancelled, you lose your friends. Now, if you can't, if you're cancelled, somebody is going to send death threats to your home. Yeah. People will find information on you, where yeah. you live, everything about you. Yeah. And the level of internet policing is mm. such that if, you know, anything challenges yeah. that becomes a problem. Yeah. And I think also to add to the problem with the proliferation of social media is the idea that purpose looks like specific images. Yes. So when your life doesn't pan out that way, it feels like you're going through an existential crisis. Mm. Why is such and such's life looking so perfect? That person has just won an award. How come I haven't won yeah. that either? And I'm doing X, Y, Z work. Yeah. Why is it that I haven't gotten the fancy car? How come my boyfriend doesn't look like this? Yeah. How come I'm not making X amount of money? I must be leading a purposeless life. Mm, it's so true. It's so crazy to think that we are allowing images that are probably not even true, mind you, <laughs> to dictate what purpose looks like. Yeah. And a lot of these things are always artifacts. Mm. They're not even the actual process or like yes. the going through yeah, living a life of exactly they're literally um, they're literally trophies deposits of what people su would would associate with living a purposeful life 100. and it's funny because many of us will chase these things and many of us will get these things mm. and when we do still feel empty a hundred percent a hundred because like you said in this being trophies for other people and when we say trophies i think we've mentioned this word a few times on episodes mm. we're not saying trophies are not a bad thing yeah, yeah they're yeah. not you don't want to have a trophy for a race you didn't run and win mm. and i think a lot of us if renee gets a trophy for the 500 meters i cannot look at her and say why didn't i get one if i didn't run mm. if i didn't run it mm -hmm. a lot of us are trying to run other people's races and win other people's races when this is not what you've trained for this is not what where you're meant to be you're not even an athlete yeah, <laughs> bitch <laughs> Go, <laughs> get off the park and leave. Do you know You're what it a race car me, driver. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like for all the brothers and to be honest, all the sisters that yeah. watch football, right? You know, when they're literally screaming at the, oh ref, why didn't you do yeah, X, Y, Z? Yeah. Or like, um, you know, they'll be screaming at X football player. Why are you not doing X, Y, Z? When you sitting on the couch. Eating crisp. Eating crisp, <laughs> drinking beer. You have not run a mile. You have Facts. not run one mile, Facts. but you have so much to say about xyz yeah. this is obviously not to yeah. like curse out anybody but <laughs> as Courtney was saying run your own yes. race and yes. don't think that the race that you're running is the same yes because social yeah. media it's not even just that they present the trophies but they make it seem as though we're all in the same lane this is it this is what i was gonna say social media and and uh, not even just social media mm. trophies are not objective like it's not for example i <laughs> i've seen this weird thing now in the rise of you know massive applause and and retweets and stuff when somebody's bought a house yeah if someone moves to a new apartment or something and they didn't buy it it's kind of like oh you moved but you didn't buy it why didn't you buy it you know house ownership has become that new trophy thing mm. right which is ho home ownership is a massive milestone yeah um, and it's a great investment but not everyone is in a rush to buy a house yeah, some people sure. are very comfortable renting a place mm. i think oftentimes people think objectively this is what we should all be doing because these are the signifiers of success so when somebody deviates away from that 
their successes are not really that important mm. right so it becomes a thing of if i move out of my mom's house now but i didn't buy the place that i'm moving into it's kind of like okay it's not really that deep yeah but it's actually a massive milestone for me so when we make trophies objective mm. we start to diminish other people's achievements 100%. and then we start to feel as though like you said i'm not living a purposeful successful life because yeah. my life doesn't look like this person's trophy cabinet mm but you're not living their life and you're not meant to live their life. And that's the essence of purpose. Purpose is very subjective to the individual, right? You have a specific assignment that you're here to do whilst you're here on the earth. Do not waste your time getting caught up trying to analyze and achieve what somebody else has been assigned to do. You'll fail. I used to describe this as completing a test and marking it with the wrong answer sheet mm. every answer will always be wrong even if you find that there is one answer right it's purely by coincidence <laughs> if I, <laughs> you need the right test and the right answer sheet but a lot yeah. of us are looking at other people's results yeah. and using that to measure our tests and yeah. whether we're passing them you're not running the same race sweetie it's you're absolutely not. not absolutely not and to pivot a little bit I guess sink our teeth into it a little bit deeper. Okay. Why do women mm. feel a particular pull towards purpose? Because this Ooh. is something, yep, this is something that we speak about sometimes um, mm. when we're talking about just like women and what we've noticed in like female communities and mm. stuff like that you know, living a purpose-filled life <laughs> and, um, you know, feeling like I'm walking in purpose. Like that's the rhetoric walking that we destiny. use. Destiny, <laughs> walking in destiny. Why is this a common theme for women in particular? Why is this something hmm. that resonates strongly with women, do you think? I, I don't know if it's a specific like women thing. I think, I think maybe this is a bit of a reach, but... I think because we are trying to really apply ourselves to things we enjoy, mm -hmm. right? It's not just about, oh, I want to make loads of money, mm -hmm. you know, or I want to provide for... I don't think it's just about that. I think that's that plays a huge element into it though. Yeah. But I think maybe it could be, you know, we want to feel connected to what it is that we are doing yeah, um, and feel like we actually enjoy it. But I think that that may just be an overgeneralization. I also think this may be a bit more linked to it. <laughs> Talks about purpose and destiny happen often in religious circles mm. and religion, especially within, not even just in the Western world, in the world, I think members of religious communities, particularly Christianity, which we're both a part of, mm. are oftentimes women-dominated areas. Not yeah. women-dominated, but the majority of people in that sphere are women. If yeah. you go to your local church, probably the majority of people you'll find in it are women. Yeah. So I think when we have these talks and these conferences about how to find purpose and destiny, it becomes a woman thing mm -hmm. because those conferences are often full of women. Mm. Um that would be my personal observation of what's been close to me but I'm really interested to hear what you have to say I agree I think as you said a lot of at least particularly from our experience and our perspectives a lot of these conferences and these kind of like groupings together around purpose and destiny often are you know dominated by women mm. It's interesting though when I can when I um compare I guess the rhetoric and the narratives when we use things like purpose yeah. and destiny and faith. Yeah. I don't know why they have such a almost 
feminine feel to them now because women you can capitalize off of women a lot easier i'm being so i'm being so serious and it's gonna sound so dubious and skeptical i think because women are the ones who pay for these journals Mm. and these calendars Mm. and these conferences Mm. and these materials and these guides you know that it's it's a capitalism thing right women pay for this stuff this is true and so you to capitalize off it you have to orient it around women yeah that's true that's true and I that's think, what I think anyway. And I wonder if this is more, this is more of an exploration, I suppose. And I wonder if, dare I say it, patriarchy again, guys. <laughs> I, you've heard it. You've heard it in almost every single episode. I'm sure. I'm sure you're sick to death of me. But I wonder if there is some kind of linkage to patriarchy insofar as when you are not the norm in society, mm. it becomes a lot harder to feel as though you have a purpose. So it feels mm. more of like an active effort on the part of women to find purpose. Because mm. when I compare, thinking just about like my brother or like my male friends, mm. I never see them carry a, you know, a finding purpose. Like there's a lot more right, sharper. Right. And, and I think it definitely links to what you were saying about capitalizing off um, women communities. But I think to take it, a little bit further they're Mm. able to capitalize off women in particular because they deviate so much from the norm yeah for men it's i don't want to speak on like the experience of men um because of course i do know that some men journal some Mm. men meditate Mm. but in terms of the actual language yeah it's so much more common for these to reverberate around female communities for it to be a women's thing but then i don't want to again overgeneralize because i feel like this kind of stuff isn't talked about as openly in male communities as it should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. I think it's because purpose is often linked to what career should I do, mm, right? Like mm-hmm. what should I venture into in my future? And I think sometimes careers for men are mostly shaped about go with the one that's going to pay you the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your, your career trajectory and the things you apply yourself to ultimately revolve around your providing capabilities, yeah, right? Yeah. But with women, it's kind of like... Go do what you want. Like mm. just, just, just find what you like. Do what you want, um, and that's why the whole purpose element comes into it. Whereas with men, it's like no, be strategic. Do what pays mm. you the most, gets you up there, helps you provide best, yeah, yeah. and invest in things. And maybe when you're fifty and you retire, and you know you've retired off well, then you can start to explore your passions. You know, whereas <laughs> with women, it's like oh, sis, you've got time. Explore your passions explore now. Your passion. You know, do your dainty little side hustles and stuff. I'm yelling dainty, yeah. <laughs> covered in pink. <laughs> A hundred, because you often hear that whole like walking in purpose thing. Sometimes it can come from a very privileged kind of perspective mm. of, especially if you're looking at it from the career perspective. Yeah, yeah. For example, if you're from a working class background, you may think I can't afford to follow my passion. Yeah, yeah and yeah. therefore achieve my purpose. Mm. Right. I think oftentimes purpose is so linked in a commercial sense to what's your passion and how are you, you know, serving and all of that. But it's like it takes money to sometimes do these things. Yeah. Um, and also passion purpose living a life of purpose doesn't it doesn't just because you're doing a nine to five, for example, doesn't mean you're not living a purposeful mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's framed that way. No, yeah. I want to live a life of purpose. That doesn't mean go and leave your nine to five job. Like that's what I mean in the sense of if you go back to our passion versus pay episode, oftentimes purpose can be framed as living a life based on your own desires and being you know really passionate about the things that you do and Mm -hmm. all of that i think purpose because it has become so commercialized has become so overly complicated 
it's not that deep. <laughs> like, no, I think everyone should be living a purposeful life, but I don't think you should be spending years and years racking your brain I'm and unable screaming. to make a single move because you don't know if this is purpose. Mm. Purpose doesn't necessarily mean finding the one thing that you're predestined to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not it. Purpose is simply in everything that you do, any choice that you make yeah. from the various options you have. Yeah. Just consider how does this improve me so I can give back to society? Mm, That's think, a purposeful life. I think we're also afraid to get it wrong yeah which is why so many people are so afraid to walk outside of purpose yeah. it's the whole it reminds me of um you know the wizard of oz dorothy yeah. walking up on you know i've the, never watched that film oh my god <laughs> what i've never watched that film i literally only watched lion king two years ago goodness gracious me yeah <laughs> oh courtney i learned something new about you every day <laughs> but yeah wizard of oz i'm sure i'm sure sure somebody will get it (laughs) somebody listening in the wizard of oz oh but then i'm spoiling i'm not really spoiling it but yeah i'm not gonna watch it oh it's way too late for that now you have to okay courtney walking in purpose means that you also need to (laughs) your inner child also needs to come (laughs) but yeah anyways yeah it reminds me of um, all of that yeah the the (laughs) god even the way that you say it <laughs> anyways forget this tangent um it reminds me of um the yellow brick road in the wizard of oz mm. and dorothy walking along that in that i think many of us are afraid to deviate because we feel as though if we you know make a choice and it's the mm. wrong one we're deviating off our deviating off our life's suggested path mm. and doing it wrong like yeah. there is a one strict way for you to live your life mm. and if you make one wrong decision then it's all out throw it up. all away put straight it in the bin. up straight up and the thing about living in purpose is not necessarily about living a life that is one track and making yeah. the right decision every single time yeah it's about attempting as best as you can to follow your life set of principles yeah. and values yeah. in everything that you do sometimes you're going to get it wrong that's what human beings yes. are like we yes. get it wrong and that's okay but understanding that one wrong decision doesn't necessarily mean that you're out of purpose mm. is important as long as you don't make, you know, a series of extremely poor decisions. Of course, back to back. If it's actively outside of your boundaries and actively outside of your principles, then yes, of course. Yeah. But making one wrong decision doesn't mean that that's it. Mm. That's it. Mm. Chief, throw it all in the bin, yeah. throw it all away. Yeah. The life wasn't worth it. It's okay. In that's the same cool. way, like if we were to um, use the career pathway, for example, mm-hmm. I know so many people that have been doing one career path mm. and then change midway when they're, you know, mid a uh, mid-level professional right and are extremely happy yeah. because they've pivoted yeah and it's not necessarily to say that up until all of that time they had been you know operating outside of purpose mm-hmm. maybe it's such that their purpose has led them like they've grown to a place where now purpose looks like x for them yeah and i think it's important to understand that there's like purpose big p as mm. in what are you going to do in this life in general and then there's mini p's yeah. as well you might have a purpose for a season. Yes. You might have a purpose for a year or two. Yes. 
Um, and also widening our understanding of purpose to include it's not just about your career, but mm-hmm. also how do you love? Oh, what does your character look say like? Again. What do you offer the world in these different areas? Yeah. Because we, as you said, we can get so caught up with thinking that purpose is all about career yeah. that we forget that we have so many other areas mm-hmm. that we can demonstrate purpose mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. You might be called to be the light in your neighborhood. Yeah. You might be called to be the light in, you know, a community of sisters yeah see what we see what we, we <laughs> see always what bring it you see what i did there i'm telling you i'm telling you yeah bringing it back full circle um or even in your own household in your own household yeah. how can you manifest purpose in these smaller peas yeah because i think yeah when we get so caught up in the big peas we're mm. just like oh my god i'm living outside of purpose yeah but what can you do every single day or every few days that makes you feel as though you're living a principled life yeah a purposeful life a purposeful life um And I think it's actually a very, very beautiful segue into Mm. the question of what are the key tips for people who feel as though they are having an existential crisis and are lost? What advice would you give to someone who is currently experiencing that, is coming out of that on how to find purpose? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say you're here and you have a purpose. Mm. Like, don't think you're the one person who just doesn't have a purpose. You yeah. are You are here with a purpose. Um, and your purpose isn't it to achieve one thing. Take that pressure off of yourself. Mm. Actually, just work on, like you said, loving better, yeah. understanding yourself more, discovering parts of yourself, um, such as your gifts, your talents, things that you love. Um, and also the the uh, start appreciating the people and the things that you have around you. I think once you start to have an appreciation and then an understanding, mm. you then start to live purposefully yeah. because you actually want to pour out into the into the things that are around you and you know which parts of yourself to give and how to strengthen them in a way that you also enjoy so I remember we were having this conversation once about self-care right and self-love and you said this amazing quote in that the thing about self-love and self-care is it can quickly become selfish in Mm. a negative way Mm. I think what's important is loving everything that you do to take care of yourself and to love yourself needs to be you pouring into yourself with the mindset of I'm going to then pour out yeah and that's how the cycle works so I think you then start working on yourself and developing yourself and growing yourself not from a place of insecurity but when you're living a life of purpose you start growing yourself Mm. with the understanding that I'm here on this planet to serve to serve someone to serve my family and service in the sense of I want to help people grow and I want it's all a circle right it's all um reciprocal the more you help people grow the more they help you grow you give back to society society gives back to you Mm. so ultimately you start to grow yourself so that you can give back and society can grow so it can give back to you Mm. so that cannot be accomplished until until you start having a real gratitude and appreciation for what's around you. I think having an existential crisis, like I mentioned before, can have you starting to think that the world is on fire, Mm -hmm. let it burn down, right? But ultimately, purposeful, living a purposeful life, but ultimately living a purposeful life means that you take the hose and you those fires out yeah that's what living a purposeful life means so ultimately i think it comes down to first of all 
realize that you have got a purpose Mm -hmm. take emphasis off of the big p yeah and actually start thinking i appreciate the things that are around me if you don't (laughs) change your environment i appreciate the things that are around me i like my job or i like my family in some way um (laughs) (laughs) i i at least have an appreciation for xyz how do i and then look inside of yourself yeah what do i have what do i love what are my passions what are the things that i'm naturally good at what are the things i have a natural interest in and afford yourself the time to grow in them pour into yourself go on courses get new experiences meet new people Mm. um and then just figure out how do i want to give back to society that could be the particular job you're in the venture that you want to start the projects you want to work on the relationships you want to foster that would be my plan. How about you? How comprehensive, Courtney. We love to <laughs> we love to hear it. We love to see it. Um, for me, I would say first of all, sit with the fact that you're not the only one going through it. Yeah. I think it's so easy for us to get super insular and think that this is a problem that is unique to yourself because only you is going through the existential crisis um i know like a lot of people joke about it on things like twitter and instagram as well the whole hashtag existential crisis um but understand that this isn't a just a you problem many people face it you might even face it at a later point in your life and that's okay it's normal to feel as though sometimes things are not necessarily as purposeful as you would like them to be so sit with that fact for a bit and then go through the journey of actually getting to know yourself as well purpose can be defined by you and allowing yourself to actually do that is really really important don't think that purpose is only defined by external factors Mm. it's defined in relation to external factors but it can only be defined by you and giving yourself time to actually sit down and do that with yourself that's so good so as you were saying courtney you know sit with yourself figure out what are the things that you actually like doing yeah sometimes like the mini p's a lot of them come from actually sitting and understanding what you're doing it doesn't have to be something that exists outside of your interests or the things that you're good at um so try and do those kind of things do the things that you enjoy Mm. understand how they make you feel when you do them as well because sometimes we are so quick to identify and process through negative emotions that we forget to actually process happy emotions too like good positive ones okay cool i did xyz and how did that make me feel why sit and process through that and those kind of things will be clues as to where your purpose should be Mm. um and i think that's just super super important and i think giving yourself time as well like yeah. you won't wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden oh wow i found my purpose <laughs> i know why i'm epiphany. alive epiphany <laughs> these kind of things take time yeah and you might never get to a point where you're just you suddenly wake up and you're like oh i'm living in purpose mm. you if there, there might not be like a big celebration or a big explosion yeah. it could literally be just you one day in the presence of loved ones understanding and feeling a deep contentment yeah and that's being purposeful a hundred percent it could just be you like in the throes of work you might even be stressed Mm. you might be tired but Mm. you're just like do you know what there's nowhere else i'd rather be than where i am right now wouldn't have it any other way so look for the evidence in those little moments as well definitely as to whether you're living a purposeful life love it but friends (laughs) sistren loves not that time already (laughs) surely not (laughs) 
as we've just stated um this isn't a conversation that has to end and this isn't a discovery that has to end either Mm -hmm. we want to know what are your thoughts on purpose have you dealt with existential crisis before are you do you feel like you're living a purposeful life what does it look like you can do this by adding us on Instagram at to my sisterhood. And you can also say hi to us personally on our pages at CD Boateng and at Renee Kapuku. Or tweet us with the hashtag to my sisters and join the sisterhood by signing up to our weekly newsletter so we can grow and glow together. We will talk to you very soon. And remember, keep glowing and growing.